now listening to the Seventh Rounders. To a very special episode of the Seventh Rounders, a Monday evening special, a national championship special. And this episode is brought to you by laziness. Okay, I've had a long ass weekend. You know, I, I was excited to get on here, talk with the boys a little Sunday night, get to hear from them, see how their weekends were. And John's just sitting over there for the last 20 minutes on his goddamn phone, you know, just absolutely no energy. So I'm going to be honest, I don't know how this episode is going to go. It could go a multitude of ways. I'm going to give you everything I have because that's the only way I know how to do this. Okay, I promise you that. You will be, everyone will be annoyed with me by the end of this episode. I'm not doing my job unless I annoy the listeners. I can't say the same for John. Connor's starting to pick it up. He just shoved his face full of some fast food. He's tired, but he's ready to go. Looks like he got a little bit of a tan this weekend. Looking good, Con Pow. Anyhow, back into the plug, of course. As always, we are live on Twitter at 7th Podcast. Also on IG at 7th Rounders Pod. Our latest episodes can easily be streamed on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at 7th Rounders Podcast. Again, that is the number seven, followed by TH Rounders Podcast. Connor, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm going to be honest. I am gassed. I had a great weekend in Philly seeing some old friends. Um, But I'm ready. You know, I watched those games yesterday. I was into it. I'm going to be honest, I have no idea if this national championship game is going to be 42-40. to 40. It could be 15-15. I'm excited. We're going to talk some hoops. Um, and John is, uh, he's rallying a little bit. I, I am also a little disappointed. We'll see how, if he can pick it up, though. I don't understand Flavory. where the hate's coming from here. I just don't get it. John, I'm here. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. Chad, the, what do you what? want? For the folks that can't see John right now, he, he's just sprawled out on the couch, terrible body language, looks like he doesn't want to be here right now. That's not what we need. Is, is it illegal to be comfortable? Is it illegal to be cozy right now? I re- Listen, we helped organize one of the greatest fundraisers in the history of humanity yesterday. Quick shout out to Mike Rodriguez and the boys who donated. Mike texts us, he goes, I feel so lonely. The kid's, kid's a little little loner out there yesterday and we we play with the idea to get him pitch in and get him a flight to rochester and it ends up happening dude he drops 287 on the flight after raising like 160 in like an hour it was unbelievable a lot of cohesive teamwork um so chad did you get any community service hours this weekend or are you being a bump you punched someone in the face in intramural hockey dude congrats he's all fired up for no reason i'm laying down and i'm fired up baby I do community service. I actually did last week, two weeks. No, last week I was going to South Bend to see my, you know, my lovely sister and South Bend, you know, Indiana, Vermont. Uh, (laughs) Yes. So I was going to fill up with gas before uh, I got on the road and there was a young couple there with a child and they couldn't, they didn't have money to uh, get home. Uh, they needed gas, so I I uh, put some gas in their tank, and they were very appreciative, and I felt good about that. You know, that is uh, it. It made me tear up. I was crying for part of the ride. Um, so 
that's the only good thing I've done in about a year and a half. So there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of look at look at us giving back to the community. God damn it, I love it. All right, news, All right. news and notes. I gotta talk again about my guy. The people know what is coming. My favorite player in sports, Antonio Brown. So the Steelers, like, I don't even know. Oh, it was they named like Juju most valuable player, which who cares? But then AB comes at him and is like, just bear with me because this tweet doesn't make sense for most of it. But it says emotion. Boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Everyone went blind to busy making guys famous. Not enough reality these days. By the way, check the list. Can so I translate just, real quick? Yes. I think basically he's saying Juju Smith-Schuster fumbled the ball against the Saints in the biggest year, game of the year. They missed the playoffs because of that. And then I think the second half of his tweet is just referring to the fact that people are quick to jump off of A.B., because he left the team, but I think he's still saying he's the best player. Okay. So hopefully that clarifies things for the folks at home. So then Juju comes back, Juju comes back and says, all I ever did was show that man love and respect from the moment I got to the league. I was genuinely happy for him too, when he got traded to Oakland with a big contract. And now he takes shots at me on social media. Crazy how big that ego got to be to take shots at people who show them love smh and i'm gonna be honest i i hate the steelers i hate dave cardillo but i i have nothing against juju i don't mind him and i'm all on juju's train for this one like ab's out of control honestly if he tears his acl week one i'm not gonna be mad um you know i don't usually wish injuries upon people but he's gotta go he's just an annoyance He's like that, like, five-year-old sibling that all of us had. Well, except Connor. But it's just annoying. Like, get him out of there. Like, ship him off. We don't need him. And that's all I got on that rant. I will say I got to give props to Juju for taking the higher road here. I think everyone was kind of just thrown off. I don't know where this came from. I I didn't know AB had any sort of beef with Juju. Um, and it's clear to me he, he might be a mental midget like Kevin Durant. He might be in that class now. AB's he, jealous, dude. He's so he jealous. can't handle anyone looking at anyone else. And he's a selfish player. I hope he goes to the CFL or something. Get him out of the NFL. We don't want him. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I, I'm so sick of AB. I'm fed up. Get him out of my face, dude. He's, he's, he's been added to the list of get him out of my facers. Should we should we be in uh, just give him the silent treatment, and never talk about him again on the pod, no matter what? Well, he's listening. He he, he tuned. He told me he tunes in every week, so we might need. Oh, to Oh, so him you around. talk to him? So you're a traitor? Yeah. Okay. No, okay. no, no. I, 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 you know, just gotta work work my magic a little bit for you, buddy. Sticking with Twitter, though, um, I don't know if you guys saw Paul Pierce and Wade getting after it. Paul Pierce was on some on some ish the other night trying to tell all of America that he had a uh, better career than Dwayne Wade, which is absolutely preposterous. And the fact he's seeming to double down on it, he might he might be one of the dumbest announcers we have right now. Commentators. So stupid. 19 years in one ring. I saw I saw something someone tweeted out. I believe it was Tim Reynolds. 
Uh, he tweeted out that Dwayne Wade could play all of next year and not score a single point, and he'd still average more points in his career than than Paul Pierce. So if that doesn't say it all, then I don't know what will. Yeah, Paul Paulie was a little delusional. There's just no way at any point you could say that he's better than Dwayne Wade. Nothing backs it up. Chad Chad probably thinks he's better because Chad doesn't know anything. Uh, I think uh, Buddy Heal's better, but that's about it. <laughs> AJ, hit him with a bang, bang. Just a little pew, pew, pew. Chad's hot take. We should do a little segment, just Chad's hot takes. I'll just start rattling off great takes, and AJ can have a little, like, sidewinder in there, like, or something to get the people going. AJ, just hit him with it. And I'd just like to just like to say again, God, we love AJ, everything he does for the pod, and uh, we're going to have to have that man on again soon. But anyhow. He gets you riled yeah. up. Oh, I was, he does. I was he just going to say, say last thing before we get into the final four whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you know, I got some things for you. All right, John. Well, you, I, you, you, finally, finish, you finish. Go ahead. You finally want to join us. Go ahead. That's nice to see. I've been talking the whole time. Go ahead. Say something. Say something. I just wanted to shout out the Baylor Lady Bears. They won the women's national title today, 82-81. Tough fought game over Notre Dame. Chad's fired up that his sister didn't get to celebrate a title. What a poor brother. Thank God. I couldn't take a Notre Dame national championship. Really couldn't. The only good thing to ever come out of Notre Dame was Skylar Diggins. My God, I love her. I absolutely love her. My mom actually texted me earlier. Saying she's at, they're at a bar in South Bend where they watch the national championship. My parents are there for a few days. My mom said, what was the name of that former Notre Dame women's player that you sat next to at a football game? I was like, Skylar Diggins. And she's like, she's very like punctual. She, she spells too well when she texts, but it, that's another story. She's like, Your mom that texts was Skylar it. Skylar Diggins? Nah, no, she was telling the parents about her because apparently there's another like attractive uh, player on Baylor and my mom was making the comparison. And I said, like, yes, she is and always will be the love of my life. So for those who don't know, just look up Skylar Diggins. Just All right. Beautiful. We got it. We got another hashtag on the show this week. Last week's uh, hashtag. I don't even remember. Someone's going to have to go back there. But I know I put a hashtag out there. Hashtag for this week is hashtag get Chad to Skylar. Hashtag get Chad to Skyler. If we can get him to Skyler Diggins, that'd be greatly appreciated. The last one was two weeks ago. It was hashtag heal John. Oh, yeah. Hashtag heal John. It was. And it, it worked because here I am. Yeah. John, what do you have I'm for getting, us? I'm getting, I'm getting assaulted by allergies right now, though, so breathing's tough. But a couple of things for you. So you guys see the Baker Mayfield Colin Cowher on Twitter again. Oh, a couple I love days ago. It. I'm all there for that. So Cowherd goes on his show and says that Odell's not happy. He doesn't look happy. Look at him. He doesn't look happy. He said something like that. And then Baker tweets back, come to Cleveland, ask O if he actually likes it. Just because you have source doesn't mean you're not full of BS. And while you're at it, come see if I'm a baby. So Baker just shoved him in a locker again. Poor Cowherd, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I was scrolling through the replies to Baker's tweets. I've never seen a tweet get more support. There wasn't a single tweet supporting Coward. It was absolutely wild. You just shoved him in a locker <laughs> and on national stage. Like, that keeps happening. And then number two, the first big baseball MLB brawl of the year broke out Oh, today. that Pittsburgh. was great. Pirates, Reds, five got ejected. Uh, you had the Reds manager, Dave Bell. Yaziel Puig looking like goddamn Godzilla out there, chasing everyone and their mother down. Amir Garrett, he's like 6'8", 340. He's a big old relief pitcher. I wouldn't want to face either of them. My poor Pirates. 
Felipe Vasquez and, and Coloni, Kalua, whatever, they got ejected. Archer somehow doesn't get ejected. He ear holes them after the guy stares at his home run ball for five seconds. Absolutely disrespectful. Derek Dietrich, who the hell even are you? Why are you staring at fucking home run for that long? John, I, I know you're oh, a Pirates fan. About it. Go Pirates, baby. They won 7-5. The Reds can frig right off, dude. I know, you're a pi- I know you're a Pirates fan. I'm really fan, fired up about it. But I, I side with the Reds here. Derek Dietrich hit a ball into the goddamn river. Yeah, and okay? then Josh Bell you hit one over st- the batter's eye. You can, 478 he, feet. That's farther than the river. That guy will hit 10 home Get runs. Get the hell out of here. Yes, he can Dietrich stare at that sick. as long as he wants. And then scumbag Archer comes back and throws behind him. You're damn right if I'm Puig, I'm going after him. I'm standing up for my guy. My guy, he'll hit 10 this year. He hits an absolute moonshot into the river. He can stand and look at it for as long as he goddamn pleases. Wow. Fuck Chris Archer. That was exciting. When I clicked on it, I saw it was a three-minute clip. I I, I buckled my seatbelt. I sat down, and I watched the entire thing. It was You get awesome. about halfway through it, and then they start going at it even harder again. It was that awesome. That was what confused me. I was like, why is this video so long? And then Puig just ran at the entire team so out of right. nowhere. It out of absolutely so nowhere. If you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend you going on Twitter and finding it. Those it is two an teams awesome fight. each other. There's they like three. Three guys holding Puig back and somehow he like squirms out of it and just like runs like flailing. Dude, and then, and then I the noticed like how many people on the Reds are just somehow on the Reds now. Matt Kemp was somehow out there. I forget <laughs> on the Reds. Friggin' I I mean I, I keep forgetting Puig's even on the team. It's crazy. Alex Woods they made on a the lot Reds. of moves. Half the Dodgers are on the Reds now. <laughs> Dude, I think we need to start a bracket on Twitter of the, the best fighter in the MLB. Puig has got to be a, a one seed for me. He's definitely a, up near the top. I'd put Cespedes up there. I yep. feel like Cespedes could be some – he could pull some dirty shit, but he also pulls hammy two seconds into a fight. Well, this that, bracket, he's ripping uh, a cigar as well while he was fighting. Would this bracket only include guy guys that have already – would this bracket only include guys that already have gotten into fights? No, no. It's completely hypothetical. Oh, so like – I see. I feel like Judge is too innocent to like throw a punch, so he'd be like an eight seed. Yeah, no, it's they gotta have the mindset. Puig's a psychopath. Yes, he is. He'll kill your whole family. Well, let's hope he doesn't do that because I like my. You family. heard it here first, Yaziel. I know you're listening to this, and I'm apologizing on behalf of my partner here, uh, with a with a little. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Should we get into some b-ball talk? Eh. Yeah, let's let's talk hoops. So, a little shop talk. First game of uh, the evening, Saturday night, uh, was Virginia and Auburn. Virginia survives just like every other goddamn game they've played in this tournament. It is. It's honestly fascinating, and we talked about it last week. How interesting Virginia is because. I, I don't know. You just never think they're going to lose, but at the same time, you never think they're going to win. They're just they're just there, and they win. They somehow win. They just grind it out, and obviously a controversial call at the end. I think it was the right call. Didn't Definitely give them enough the right space call. to land. I'm happy uh, it's Virginia in the national title. Uh, what are your boys' thoughts? I want to say, first off, we all need to give ourselves a pat on the back. We correctly 
predicted the national championship game. Yes, we did. That does not happen often. And number two, Virginia basically lost that game. I don't know if you guys saw the video. Auburn students were legitimately celebrating in the streets. They had no idea that Virginia got fouled on that last possession. So if you're one of those Auburn students, shame on you. You, you should be embarrassed. You, they, that is an embarrassing move. That's clearly a team that's never been there before. So yep. shame on you. What a great game, though. Kyle Guy has got just some kahunas for making all three of those free throws and yeah. the three-pointer on the previous possession. I, I'm, I'm going to look for him. He, Chad, if you were a college basketball player, you would be Kyle Guy. Thank you. That was honestly the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Except, <laughs> I may except start crying. A lot less fundamentally sound, let's be honest. I, and not as strong. Even though I have a cutoff on right now, and worse, I work good. Worse than the big moment. And now we're back to just being Chad. Anyhow, if you guys were in that situation, 0.6 left, three free throws. I I honestly don't think like my like arms would work. I don't know if I could shoot. Like, I'm I would fake an injury. I think, I think I could accidentally get one to bounce in somehow. I just I feel said, like I, I could. Probably the, probably the second one, miss one and three. All I'm saying is if I make the first one, watch out. I might get hot. Oh. It all comes out. If I make the first one, I'm making all three, no question. But you're flustered uh, if you miss the first. Miss the first one, I'm missing all three, probably. <laughs> I'd be rattled. I, I'm pretty upset at the outcome. I wanted Auburn to win. I was really pulling for him. Um, it's like Virginia was up big, and then they just kind of blew it to piss me off and then end up winning with a controversial call. Might have been a foul, sure, maybe. Could have been. Yeah, but I don't think you called in that spot. I just don't think you can do that. I mean, it's really tough really when a know. game comes down to one of those fouls. I hate that it ended like that, but I definitely think it was a foul and the right call. Listen. Yeah, I agree. I think it all depends on how they've been calling the game. And, you know, you have other sports. You know, some umps have bigger strike zones. Some have smaller. If there's situations like that earlier in the game, and I honestly don't remember if there are any fouls like that called, but it all depends oh, on game flow and uh, how the refs have been calling it. So I am I am not uh, losing sleep over that call. And let's be honest, not many people in America – make all three of those free throws. And I, I think 95% yep. wouldn't, and that game would have been into overtime. So uh, I give credit to Virginia, you know? Oh, they earned it. I think they earned it for making the free throws. Absolutely. I'm just, you know, I wanted Auburn. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. I, I'm i not kidding. This national championship game might be 42 to 40. Connor, do you have a tattoo on your wrist? No, it's a stamp from the bar I was at last night. Although I do like how it looks. I'm oh, heavily so you didn't concerned. shower today. <laughs> so you I did shower. shower. I did shower. It's a big tattoo, oh. a big stamp, I should say. People this are starting to murmur that you didn't shower. <laughs> this episode <laughs> is brought to you by Hygiene. Powers doesn't shower. Possible crabs. <laughs> we may never know. Wow. Uh, I am thinking about getting a tattoo here, though. I think it looks sweet. So maybe I'll get Chad's face tattooed on my should wrist. Should we do a seventh rounders, uh, seventh rounders tat? Yeah, we should. Right I, I, right on your right butt cheek. I was thinking on my calf. Your calf? That'd be kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> I have the best calves in the nation, dude. It would be popping. 
Would you, would you make it move? You know how, like, people can flex and the tattoo moves a little bit? I think that would be too much. I think even a basic one, I'd probably start crying, and I think you guys would get that on video. So I couldn't have a tattoo that's too painful. We should try it out, though. Make uh, Maybe make a better something. We'll figure that out. Anyways, I think we, we should move to the, the tech game. Um, another great game. I thought it was going to be a blowout for a, a quick second. But, damn, that team is good on defense. I, I have seen never anything seen, like it. No, they are the most fundamentally sound defensive team I've ever watched. And I want to shout out Tariq Owens. Him running back onto the court after he got I was, was so one of the most up. electric things that's ever happened to me. Texas Tech is my favorite team ever. I uncorked a violent fist bump when I saw Tariq Owens running back on the court. I mean, I was ready to run out there myself. I am a Red Raider at this point. I love this team more than anything. You knew they could. More than South Carolina. I mean, they're not in it. It's like the opportunity is not theirs. They're they're my adopted son for this tournament is Texas Tech. So I got a little debate for you guys. So I was talking to my father on the phone, and we were talking about the Final Four games and whatnot, and he asked who I was rooting for. And, you know, I – said I really just uh, wanted good games. I didn't really care who won. And he kind of lit into me a little bit. He's like, listen, you're going to Virginia for grad school. How the hell aren't you rooting for Virginia? And I just, how, ah, that's like, I don't know how I could do that. It's like, like ordering a bologna sandwich at a deli, dude. Like you're, you're literally just ordering mediocrity. And you know it's going to be good and fill you up, but you don't want it, you know? And let's, yeah, let's be honest. You know, I'm a diehard Syracuse wow. fan. How am I going to root for one of Syracuse's biggest rivals? That's just Connor's, not me. Connor's analogy just took me for a ride through the jungle, honestly. I didn't know where that was going to go. You, I nice. mean, have you ever ordered a bologna sandwich at the deli? I don't, I, I really would never, the thought would never even cross my mind. I'll be yeah, honest. I mean, the thought never crosses my mind whether I want to root Bologna's for pretty god-awful. <laughs> is bologna and all, is it bologna top three worst deli meats out there it's in my bottom five no doubt that's another poll another you gotta make is is worst deli meats that that one could get a lot of love there's nothing about bologna that's exciting no it that's sucks what I'm, that's I'm getting, now I'm getting pissed off i'm getting pissed off see what you do Chad, I want to ask you a question. All right. You're the one that claimed that this was the most boring Final Four ever. W- were you not entertained yesterday? Um, I really enjoyed uh, the UVA game. Uh, Texas Tech-Michigan State game just kind of bored me for the most part. Oh. Outside of when it got close with like two or three minutes left. Um, How I about just... Booty just lighting it up from three, dude? He's my Yo, yo I will say I um well Jarrett Culver was pretty bad for most of that. But yeah, they needed him and, then, and he outscored him seven zero to end to end the game. He stepped up when they needed him. And then he said, Hold my beer as we go to the yeah. national championship. Stepped game. up, stepped up when they needed him, nail in the coffin was Jarrett Culver yesterday. Mooney stepped up uh before that. I'm gonna do a little Free research goes. as the show goes on, and I could I could get fired up. Party. You're so, embarrassing, Chad. Embarrassing. I love the haters. I breathe in hatred. But I I just I really can't believe that we got 
all three of us picked the national championship game. I thought Auburn had that game, and then I thought Michigan State was about to sweep as well. Nah, I... Texas Tech is... They just kind of dominated them, I feel like. Did Michigan State lead? No, I think they led in the first half at one point, but I, I think once Tech took the lead, when it was close to, like, the 20s, I don't think Tech lost the lead after that. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, just as a, a, in general for sports, I'm a jinx. All the teams I root for lose, not only like when I root for like my favorite team, even if it's like, I don't know, a national championship or anything, the team that I'm pulling for, for whether I've got money on the line or something, they never win. Never. So I'm sitting there and Virginia's up, what, 10 with like five minutes left. I'm like, God, oh, this is over. I go upstairs, pee, come back down. It's like a one-point game. I'm like, I, I did it again. That there, sounds there like a long, again. healthy flow. <laughs> yeah. Long, long, healthy stream if you miss nine yeah. straight. I had to sit down to pee for that one. Um, I had some cramps. Anyhow, oh. sure enough, next well, game, Texas Tech healthy. goes up 10 with about five minutes left. This game's over. Come back down. Three-point game with like two minutes left. I'm like, you got to be crapping me. Maybe this guy, I think you just, you're a poorly timed peer, you know? It seems like you go at some pretty awful times in the game. I'm known to do that. Sometimes people, when their teams are losing, they just send me away. They tell me to go sit in another room until something good happens. Is that usually how it works? You know what? That's some pretty big news before kind of, I think we should dive into the next or the championship. Virginia Tech's about to hire Mike Young away from Wofford. And Young's been there. Young's been at Wofford since 1989. Yeah, big so move that, on his part. That's crazy. And he's pretty old. So good good for uh, he's making it. I didn't think he'd ever leave there. I really didn't. But we should look. Buzz he Williams. Out to Buzz. Yeah. We got to reach out to him. He could set us up for life. That guy's going to have stacks on stacks on stacks at Texas A&M. A&M is rich. And Muscleman, your boy from Nevada, went to Arkansas. How do you feel? Remember um, when you said Nevada was going to be in the Final Four? What a freaking <laughs> awful thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm officially off the Nevada bandwagon. Again, another team that I was rooting they for. Stink. They actually suck. Like, yeah. they're bad. I'll I'm, never a- I'm angry that you p- – that I'm angry at how bad they are. I am too. I was watching that Florida game. It was genuinely like, I may be done with sports, but here I am grinding. So – should we make picks for uh, UVA? And well, well, before that, who do you think has who, who do you think is a better coach, Tony Bennett or Chris Beard? Chris Beard. No. No. I think Chris Beard. That's the stupidest I thing I've ever Chris heard. Beard. That is Ow. the stupidest thing Ow. I've ever heard. You're gonna pick a guy who's just pulled this out of his ass for one year versus one Tony year. Bennett, oh my! Who's God. last year. Look, they were in the Elite Eight last year. Look at Tony Bennett. Where the hell is, where the hell is Tony Bennett taking him? He lost he Tony Bennett in the elite? last five years. They haven't lost over five where? games in God knows how long. It's not even remotely close. No. Not Where's even it? in this ecosystem. Has Tony, so Bennett, Tony Bennett has the worst loss in college basketball history. So much more talent, he says. Give me a goddamn break. Dude, there isn't an ESPN 100 player on Texas Tech's roster. He's, he's okay. made these guys in guys a, Go and tell me Kyle well, well machine. I rated prospect. Give me a break. Kyle, 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 Kyle,
Tony Bennett is three of their five starters are, I'm pretty sure, five star. And they're all four or higher. What are you talking about? You don't know anything. Oh, my God, please. You know nothing. Where where has Virginia gone? This is their first final or their first championship game ever. Same with Texas Tech. Exactly. I don't understand why it's so outlandish. It's just a fluky year for Texas Tech. No, it's not. They were in the Elite Eight last year. Keep in mind, Kyle Guy was a four-star, not a five-star. So you guys can both. You're wrong. You're literally wrong. I'm literally looking at 247 right now. Kyle Guy, four-star. Yeah, go look at ESPN, brother. ESPN is not a recruiting database. There are other things. You look at 247 only when you're looking at recruiting. Oh, so now so now we're manipulating news. Oh, look, Kyle, Kyle Guy's a five-star. <laughs> ESPN doesn't count. Dude, you can be – 247 just combines ESPN scout rivals oh, like all of us. please. Yes, it does. The please. composite – that's what – do you know what composite even means? Do you <laughs> yeah. think they go on dictionary.com? They don't use ESPN, though. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> oh, my they God. They 100% do. Go get yourself no, some card stock, dude. all the 247 dude. writers and combine them. No. Based on their rankings. No. So you no. just proved to me composite that 247 knows nothing. 247 knows nothing. 247 is strictly recruiting, kind of. So there you go. Anyhow. I don't care what you guys say. Tony Bennett is a way better coach. I'm going to post a poll because this actually pisses me off. Chris Beard. I would rather Chris Beard coach me. Yeah, for sure. They have a team with a good defense one year, and he's the better coach than Tony Bennett, who has a top three defense every goddamn year. Please. Ugh. Well, I'm going to start talking about the game because I really I don't want to do that argument anymore. That just ruined my night, I think. Um, Idiot. So I, I think this will be a very low-scoring game, as I'm assuming both of you think as well. I think um, it's going to hinge on Kyle Guy. You know, Ty Jerome is going to make shots when he's open, but I think Texas Tech, Texas Tech will do a damn good job limiting him, um, as they will do with Kyle Guy. But it's just got to be a little more production from Kyle Guy. Um, and I think if that is the case, Virginia wins. But uh, Kyle Guy's just, I don't know. He hasn't been elite this tournament as he has been uh, in the regular season. So for that reason, Texas Tech wins this game 53-51. Wow, you take Texas Tech after bashing their head coach. He He has absolutely no integrity in sports you integrity texas tech is my favorite team ever blah 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 chad you're up to like eight teams on your favorite team list it's sad tony bennett before this year he made it to the elite eight once and never made it uh well he made it once so i don't know why you're so obsessed here chad but I'm not obsessed. You're just comparing like it's like apples and oranges. They're not even in the same. How are you? Episode. I don't understand. He's Chad. Chad's probably attracted to Tony Bennett physically. That's why. I mean, he has crushes on every other good looking dude in America that's famous. So Chad's probably just rooting from the heart there. He is handsome. But I will say over under for the game set at 120 opening line. Pretty low for a national championship game. I also think it's going to be low, low scoring, so hit the under there. 
We love the under. Um, I think Tech's going to win in the end. I also want Tech to win, guns up. So I'm going to take Tech 47 to 40. 47 to 40? Yes. That's the boldest championship game score I've ever heard in my life. That might not even be in the same zip code. I think, Chad, write that one down because I think we need to come back to that one. Forty-seven, forty-seven, forty. Texas Tech. That's a. Tr- I think that's terrible. Chad, if it ends up being forty-seven, forty, Texas Tech, you get a seventh rounder's tattoo. No, that's John. He's the one ripping your pick. Yeah, but yeah. you wanted. You said you wanted a tattoo. Uh, that's pushing it. I don't think. Uh... All right. Well, unfortunately, we're, we're doing it again. We're all in Texas Tech. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I can pick against these guys. I love them too much. I love them like they're my kids. I am a Red Raider. Um, I want nothing more than to see them win this game. So give me Texas Tech and give me them 59-57. I want to ask you a question. Who is your pick for player of the tournament? Culver, if Texas Tech wins, absolutely. Ty Jerome. If Virginia wins, <laughs> if Virginia wins, if Texas Tech wins, um, I think it'll be uh, the kid from Purdue. There's Carson, no way. You think Carson Edwards is about to win player of the tournament? Yeah. Speaking of Carson Edwards, he declared for the, the NBA draft day. But are you kidding me? No. The guy hasn't played since the Elite Eight. That's not so how there's that no works. one on Texas Tech that I really is, feel is deserving of uh, player of the tournament. He picked Jarrett Culver on his all-tournament team, keep in mind, but apparently he's not deserving <laughs> of, of winning player of the tournament. Sickening. It's no, sickening. There's too big of a gap. Dude, you are out of control tonight. You're so I, stupid. I, I told everyone at the beginning I was here to piss some people off tonight, so are you surprised? I'm taking Tariq Owens to win player of the tournament. I don't even know who that is. Oh my god, dude! What have, you been, what have you been doing like the past three weekends? Have you been watching any basketball? Yeah, I have. I have. You just, you just oh. haven't watched a single Texas Tech. I game. watched the NIT national championship. I was there live. That game was terrible. Lipscomb should be embarrassed for even showing up. Lipscomb, that's a they're a, a a recency of the podcast. I don't think that's a grammatically correct sentence, but we had Lipscomb. I can't imagine something less that I like less appealing than going to the NIT championship game. I'll tell you I what, it was real ni- it was real nice sitting that close to the court at MSG. I felt like a big deal. Um, big baller. But I've never that's seen can I, I want to tell you how sad and lackluster the celebration was by the Texas team after winning the NIT championship. There was no confetti. Music was minimal. I'm talking the players might have high-fived twice and they were done celebrating. Sad. I, if, if your team was selected to go to the NIT and you just missed the tournament, are you saying yes? No, I would not go. I'm a sore loser. I would go. I like to win things. You like to win losers things. Yeah, that's fine. Can we also talk about how there's tournaments below the NIT that no one talks about? The CVI, the CIT, yeah. the CVR, the, the DVR, dude. Those tournaments blow my mind. Dude, I, I got asked to participate in the DVR, <laughs> and I don't even have a team, dude. 
they asked you to, as they, they were looking for free agents to fill in. I was ready to rock. Uh, the ankle brace is always on me. Um, we're ready to go usually. Well, folks, it's time. This week it was hard to put it together with, uh, you know, NBA, NHL, basketball wrapping up. So there were not many lines to put down for my titillations. However, I, I threw a few together. This is going to be interesting. It's a little different, okay? So we're going to start. So it is 28-17, John. Did I lie? Sounds right. 27-18. I apologize. John. Are you boys ready? Are you fired up Andy. for this? Are you yes. fired up? All right, I'm ready. Better be. John's looking to enter the 30-30 club tonight. Yes, he is. So let's start it off. The New Orleans Pelicans at 32 and 48 at the Sacramento Kings, 39 and 41. Um, Sacramento, Sacramento by eight. Well, I'm shocked you didn't just say Sacramento by two. That would have not surprised me whatsoever. Give me the Kings by four and a half. The Kings by 11 and a half. Wow. Wow. Is AD not playing? Uh, is AD not. hurt? Is he still on the Pelicans? <laughs> I don't is, know. He, is he I don't in the NBA? Yeah. I don't even know he's still on the Pelicans. That's a big number for the Kings. I know. Get tickled my either way, a easy breezy W there for Columbus to start. Wow. This could be a runaway. We may need a forfeit and a, a John and Chad matchup or something because this is just out of hand. Anyhow, next up, the Nuggets. 53 and 26 at the Blazers. 50 and 28. First team was the Nuggets? Yes. Nuggets at Blazers. Uh, I'm going to go Blazers one and a half. Blazers by two. Blazers by eight and a half. What? <laughs> Just toying with him at this point. <laughs> I'm just dangling. I'm just dangling the cheese in front of him. He's running on the treadmill. All right, this is where it gets a little interesting. Saw so space after that. That was hilarious. We yeah, have... I don't get how that makes sense unless the entire Nuggets organization staying in Denver. <laughs> the Blazers are like the three C in the West. The Nuggets are the two. What do you mean? How are they eight and a half point underdogs? It's literally, they're like two and a half games apart, and they're at home. Doesn't surprise me. You're telling me NBA home field advantage is worth eight points? <laughs> Apparently. According That's to Vegas. sad. I could go to Portland and play just as well as if I was playing in freaking Denver. Stupid. Uh, altitude and whatnot. There's, there's differences. All right. John, are you, are you thinking sweep this week? Oh, yeah. Okay. We have the Tampa oh, Bay Rays. We have the Tampa Bay Rays at the Chicago White Sox. I am looking for an over under. It is Blake <laughs> Snell. Blake Snell on the mound for Tampa Bay. Carlos Rodon on the mound for Chicago. <laughs> All right. Seven so Rod- what? Seven and a half. Connor doesn't need to guess. It's seven and a half. <laughs> 
It's gonna be a sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's getting skunked right now. He doesn't even know what to say. I mean, you know Rodon's letting up all eight runs and the over's gonna hit. It's gonna be eight nothing Tampa Bay. Chad, is Connor gonna win one? I honestly, I'm not sure. I'm giving him a little minute to just like reboot. Okay. The Oakland Athletics at the Baltimore Orioles. We have Marco Estrada on the mound for Oakland, and we have Andrew Kashner on the mound for Baltimore. Is this an over-under as well? This is an over-under. I want to say the Baltimore Orioles might be the worst team ever fielded in the MLB history, and Chris Davis is the worst player to ever play the game. But with that being said, I'm going over-under 9. Clemens doesn't need to guess. Powers wow. is on the board. Wow. I had eight and a half in my head, too. Yeah, well, that's that sucks, buddy. Wow. Right. He needed that one. one. He needed to see one go through the hoop. The <laughs> last one on the night. A little Monday night baseball on ESPN. Yankees at Houston. Tanaka versus Verlander. John, what do you have for us? Over under again? Yes. Seven. Easy. Give it to me. Connor doesn't need to say anything. Well, that was cocky as hell. I'm going to guess by your reaction, Chad, that he was wrong. He was wrong. No. I'm going to take seven and a half. Seven and a half. (laughs) Wow. Those were big for him. He needed those two to fall. I'm up 10 now, though. Yeah, but you're not in the 30-30. Oh, no, you're up so. more. Wait. No, it's yeah. actually he is. It's 30 to, ni- 30 to 19. 20. 30 to 20. 30, no, it's 31-19. I think your math's off, Chad. It, it was, was just 27-18. Yeah. No, it's 28-17. No. Well, then you lied to us earlier. Wait, it's 24-16. It was 27-18. Oh, wait. 27 27 18 <laughs> okay yeah Dad. it's 30 it's 30 to 30 it's 30 to 20. to 20 now okay good grief yeah geez i hope you're not going to, to uva math, to study Dad. math man yeah i know i'm a bad student anyhow well Drinking that was interesting to say the not, least not, you not boys better there. You boys better get ready for some more over-unders with uh some of these sports winding down because i'm running thin if the folks at home have any suggestions on lines or whatnot to mix in here and incorporate, feel free to reach out. Um, this is so random, but I was watching a cricket match yesterday. I, that is the most interesting and nonsensical sport in the entire world. The field, you can hit it literally anywhere. You can hit it backwards, it forwards, sideways. Sense. It makes no sense. The team batting was up to like 135 to four and they lost. I don't know how that happened. Dude, I think a bunch of drunk guys just stood around in a field and just started throwing things and hitting other things. And they just said, this is a sport. Here we are. They put a stick down in the middle. It doesn't make an ounce of sense at all. It is so frustrating to watch because I can't tell what the hell is going on. And I want to learn so bad. I want yeah, to know. I get pissed off watching it, dude. Like, it's hard. It's difficult. It's tough. It's challenging. 
It yeah. stinks. I just wanted to say that it, it was really mind blowing to sit through like a decent amount of a of a match. Yeah, but I'm sure if like we that. if we learned how to play, we'd probably love it. I mean, it looks electric. The guys were getting pissed out there. You could see the all emotion right. on the players. You guys should all be looking forward to a seventh rounder sponsored trip to South Africa to learn a little uh, cricket, cricket com- coming in summer of 2020. Do you mean India? It's in it's both. Yeah, it's in wow. both. It's in every country but this one. AJ, hit them a little cricket music right now. Just like, <laughs> ricky ticky tucky AJ, 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 ricky ticky tucky Okay. Move on. As we wrap up this episode, I want to give the folks a little update on some other sports, starting first with the National Hockey League. So the playoffs are set. I'll run you guys through the matchups. Boys, feel free to uh, chime in whenever you please. Uh, In the East, Tampa Bay is the one seed. They play Columbus, who is the second wildcard team. And the four seed is the Boston Bruins. They play Toronto, who is the five. That's an exciting matchup. Yes, I will hit on that one in a second. We have the Capitals as the two seed. They play Carolina, who's a seven. And then we have the Islanders as the three seed, and they play Pittsburgh. In the West, we have Calgary as the number one overall seed. They play Colorado. We have San Jose as the four, playing Vegas, the five. We have Nashville, the two, playing Dallas, the seven. And we have Winnipeg, the three, playing St. Louis, the six. So I feel like the West is a bit of a shit show compared to the East. I really think um, if San Jose can get by Vegas, I think San Jose can beat Calgary. I I doubted Calgary all year, and they just continued to win because I, I jinxed it. Um, and then Nashville and Winnipeg are, are just solid teams. And I think really any of those four teams could represent the West in the uh, Stanley Cup. The East is where I have issues. So I think it is absolutely atrocious that Boston and Toronto have to play each other in the first round. Boston was tied with Calgary for the second most points in the NHL this year. Toronto had the fourth most points, and they have to play each other in the first round of the playoffs. I think it's just so brutal that they pair up two teams because they're in the same division. That is stupid. You should have Boston as the two seed and let Boston and Tampa Bay, if those are the two that reach it, play in the Eastern Conference Finals. It makes no sense that the three best teams will be, two of the three will be eliminated within the first two rounds. I just, I think that's terrible. And uh, I disagree with how the NHL playoffs are set up. Um, NHL fans at home, feel free to chime in and tell us what you think. I don't know if you guys have any input there. Um, I want to say, I don't think anyone's going to beat Tampa Bay. They are so good this year. It's crazy. Um, and I think that it's pretty preposterous that the Islanders are a three seed. They're not that good. I think the Penguins might, might, they could sweep in the first round. I agree with you on the, uh, it does suck that those two, those three teams are going to be out in the first two rounds. Um, the West looks really, really fun, though. I'm excited for the West to see who comes out of there because each of those games could produce a team, I think. And then um, 
Can anyone knock off the lightning? It'll be fun. It will. I I, hope my... the, I personally hope the Hurricanes make a little run just for the Carolina. Just just being down here. You know? Playing the Caps in the first round is tough, though. Oh, the God, yeah. Defending Absolutely. Stanley Cup champs. Um, I think they'll make it. I think they'll take it to five. So I, I have a... That. I have a question kind of mixing sports here. What what playoff will you watch more games of? It doesn't have to be start to finish, but at least tune in for parts of games. Will you watch more of the NHL playoffs or the NBA playoffs? NHL by a significant margin for me. Yeah, see, I'm also going to say NHL. I love NHL playoffs. I don't really watch many NHL regular season games, to be completely frank. NHL playoffs is a different story, though. But... uh See, the NBA playoffs, it's tough to tune in for first-round matchups. There's so many just mismatches, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm going to watch partly because my roommates are Jackets fans and they're in the playoffs, but they're going to get absolutely throttled by Tampa Bay. (laughs) But I, I don't know. There's a lot of these teams that even if it's, you know, a period or whatnot, all, all the first-round games are going to be relatively close. It's not going to be blowouts like the NBA. You know, Tampa Bay may sweep Columbus, but the games are going to be you – know, there's going to be one- and two-goal games. So that's – and then the atmosphere is just amazing. NBA is just tough. I mean can – I say, Can I say NBC Sports has one of the best presentations in the game? Either it's, yes. Whether it's Premier League, whether it's college basketball, whether it's – NHL playoffs, they NASCAR. They're yeah. damn good. They are. Collinsworth, a little Monday night football. Absolutely. Chad, you want to give us a little little prediction for the finals here? Just just right now with the, um, the playoffs about to start. Yeah, so I was trying to think of any way not to include Tampa Bay, and I, I honestly can't. So I have it as Tampa Bay versus San Jose in the finals with Tampa Bay taking home the cup. Do you think Uh, any of their series will get close or you think they're going to breeze through it? Yeah, I think, um, I, I think whether they play bought, I think if they play Boston, it could be a six or seven game series. I think the Toronto series may only be four or five games. Um, but then the capitals, which would be in the, the Eastern conference finals or whatever it's titled i think the capitals will give them a good run just because they've been in this spot before but i think i think there's going to be and that's what i like about the nhl is you could get to the second round and there could be really good games versus the nba i mean golden state's going to play like portland in the second round and it's going to be a sweep shifting gears to nba playoffs if golden state matches up with the thunder in the first round that's going to be an exciting series but Golden State's going to win the I'd hate thing. to see it. But I will I shift gears and, and give everyone a little update on that. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are going to claim the one seed, Raptors in the two. Raptors will be playing the Magic in the first round. Um, good for Orlando getting back to the playoffs. Uh, we have the Sixers playing the Nets. Uh, good for the Nets getting back uh, to the playoffs for the first time since 2014, 2015. Uh D'Angelo Russell, absolute stud. And then we have the Celtics versus the Pacers in the 4-5 matchup. I think the Celtics might lose this one, to be honest. Um, Pacers are a tough playoff team, and playing in Indiana sucks for opposing teams. And then we we have the Pistons rounding it out. 
Uh, they'll be taking on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe the Charlotte Hornets might still be in play, technically. John, you might have more insight on that. I'm not positive. On um, like the a, Hornets? Yeah, I think they might They might, ha- they they, might have a slight they, chance. I mean, they, they're mathematically still live. Last I saw, they pretty much had to win out. Um, I can give it a look and see. I haven't really followed them. I, you know, I'm not a big NBA guy, so... Yeah, um, and then over. I, the- I knew that their their chances were slim. They won again today, though. They beat the Pistons today, so I think they're still hanging in there. They're okay. still just flirting around with that eight seed, eight seven seed. They could even get the seven because they oh. beat the Raptors the other night. That was a big, big win for them. And we love to see that. Love the Charlotte support. Uh, over in the Western Conference, we have the Warriors taking on the Spurs. If the playoffs were to start today. Um, like I said, the Thunder could realistically still end up in the eighth seed, which would be an awesome matchup. It's going to suck to see Pop go out in the first round this year, um, which would be the case if the Warriors played the Spurs. Then we have the Nuggets against the Thunder. Uh, Nuggets are unbeatable at home, it seems like, this year, so that'll be a tough matchup. Then we have the Rockets-Clippers. I can't believe the Clippers got in uh, after dumping Tobias Harris. And then we have the Blazers-Jazz in the 4-5 matchup. Clippers um, are good. They are good. I'm surprised, though. I thought they were definitely on the road towards tanking, and they actually made up some games. Doc is there, Rivers is a hell of a coach. Is there yes, any matchups is. you guys are particularly excited about in the NBA? To be honest, the first-round matchups, like I said, are pretty bad outside of the 4-5 matchups. There's a couple 3-6 games that are all right. Wait, who well. do the Clippers play again? Uh, they would be slotted to play the Rockets as of today. That could be a very interesting series. I wanna, I wanna keep that one on the back burner. The Clippers are just—it's mind-boggling how they've gotten to a sixth seed. They dumped Tobias, mm-hmm. and they brought in Shamet, who's been great, but obviously young, and they played phenomenally. So I think they could give the Rockets a series. Um. Patrick Beverly seems like a Texas Tech guy, the way he plays defense. Pat Bev plays some damn good defense. He could be a Texas Tech Raider. Um, but as far, fun to as, watch. as far as finals predictions, give me the Warriors out of the West, and I got the Raptors out of the East, and then I got the Warriors probably winning in a sweep or pretty close to it. So sad that it, they're going to win again this year. They. It's so sad that, like, People have to look for things to, to like chirp them about. That's how good they are. Yeah. All all, all that talk they is frustrate they'll, me. They'll lose one game by like twelve, and the I, the media is instantly like, "Is KD out? Is KD out? Is Clay leaving? Does Draymond have a temper issue?" And then the playoffs come around, they win every series by a hundred. They piss me off so much. Sucks. Yeah. We'll so, love nothing more than to see a Nuggets Cinderella story from the two seed. <laughs> the Nugs, dude. The chicken nuggets out of Denver. They're good. So um I think that's gonna about do it uh for this week's episode. I know uh now with college basketball about done and uh the NBA and NHL winding down, uh obviously in the next few weeks we're gonna start picking up the uh, MLB content for those interested in that. Um John, open your eyes. He's he's taking a nap on the air, folks. If you're that's his that's his mindset right now. What a I want him out. I'm I'm 
send resumes to the seventh rounders Twitter account. I literally want John Clemens gone. He provides nothing. He sits there like a little jerk in his blankie, just surfing the web on his phone. And just, he puts in no work. I'm grinding here. Powers, you know, he comes back. He's hungover. 10 o'clock at night. He's grinding. He's ready to go. Clemens, no excuses. Just continues to disappoint us. Anyhow, my last call, as John hinted at, oh my God, I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> little, little side effect in there, a sound effect in there, AJ. Just John laughing. <laughs> Anyhow, let's wrap it up with uh, John hinted at earlier. Um, I played in my final collegiate intramural hockey game. First round probably, of the playoffs. Probably your final collegiate intramural game, period. Yes, I didn't play. I retired from basketball after last year. Um, so we were the four seed. There were like 30 teams, which I didn't understand, but we were three and one. We were playing a team that was one and three. And apparently we were just in a terrible division because this team was one and three and they were good. Like, I mean, good. <laughs> a and good I, one and three. Yeah. And, a tough one and three. You know, it a was battle te- a battle tested. It one was a battle tested one and three team. Um, it was on Wednesday. Weather was nice, 60s. So I was like, you know, I only had one class. It was like mid-afternoon, and I was like to my roommate, hey, you want to get a few drinks? Let's just say it escalated. I got a little too drunk. I made it to the game. I was doing like some weird shit. Like I was walking <laughs> around on pavement with my skates on. I I. I literally like I brought a beer to the arena and was like trying to drink it. And then like my roommate's parents were there. They shut that down quickly. So we're playing the game and, you know, we, we just got beat flat out. And uh, it was six, four. We were down two with uh, two, a minute and a half left. And uh, like I said before, there's no checking in our league. <laughs> Some kid from the other team checks one of my players. So, you know, I'm I'm angry drunk at this point. And I went over there. And I gave it back to him. I checked him, knocked him down. He's like all like whining to the refs, blah, blah, blah. He stands up in my face. And I just, I punched him in the face. (laughs) Don't know why. I sent him back to the ground. I skated off, continued playing. And then the whistle blew and the ref pointed at me and there's a penalty on me. So I was irate, yelling at the, yelling at the ref, telling him he missed the first play. Anyhow, I got to spend the last minute and a half of my uh, hockey career in the penalty box. And honestly, it was satisfying. So that's my story. That's pretty awesome, honestly. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. That's a great story. You, you should have your kids. You should have dropped the gloves, though. I should have. I would have broken yeah. my hand, though. I wasn't about that. Yeah. I don't really have a last call tonight. Like I said, I'm exhausted. I'm going to a little baby concert tomorrow for those of you curious. Wow. So shout, I'm going next month, I think. Shout out little baby. We got a little blue, fa- little blue face opening up for him, so it's going to be ratchet. Um, and then I'm going to get back, and uh, we're going to have a little natty ship action. What time is that game at? Nine. Ooh. All right. That could be challenging. I'm going to logistically. You might have I'm gonna... to miss the concert, dude. You can't miss the game. Logistically, I'm going to figure it out. I might pull a little John from Travis Scott and have the game streaming on my phone. Might be a hero. Dude, if it's during the concert, that'll be really tough, though. Yeah. Dude, Connor, this is the most exciting Final Four of all time. He's not even going to be watching it. Give me a break. 
I got a last call for you, folks. Shout out to the drinking game hockey. Nice sunny day. Set it up in the backyard. Shout out my guy Marzula one one time putting that were you, on. Were you dinging cups? Oh, absolutely, dude! Clapping. I started flicking. About halfway through, I was like, I'm just gonna take that paint off the nail. Won't feel it a couple more, a uh, couple more proper twelves. We're just keep flicking it. Get some elevation on there. If you go top cheddar, it's tough to stop. I love that game. That's my <laughs> favorite drinking game. I played a Absolutely. little hockey this weekend too. It really gets intense, and when, when you hear that, you hear a little click, a little clang. It, oh man, dude, we had it. one guy shot it. Um, shit, who shot it? I can't remember. It hit. It hit two cups. Came back. Hit his own cup. It was unbelievable. It, Is that the greatest shot in hockey world. history? It was around the, world. around the world. That was the that was the let's everyone take a drink drink shot. It was awesome. Well, hey, shout out real hockey. Shout out the drinking game hockey. Hope everyone enjoys hockey playoffs. Hope everyone enjoys the Natty ship tomorrow. We'll be back. We'll be back next week, and we'll Go shift gears to baseball. Go Raiders. Guns yep. up. AJ, uh, hit him with a little young thug check beat to end it. And as always, we will see you next Love week. You guys. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.